0: Welcome to Digging Deep with Pastor Yemi and Pastor Dio Ogunsaya. On today's series, we'll be teaching from the book of Romans. Are you ready to go deeper into God's word? Join us weekly as we go into the book of Romans, chapter by chapter.
1: Now, here we go, digging deep into Romans. Our Father in heaven, we bless your name. Amen. King of glory, we worship you. Thank you for the gift of life.
0: Thank you, Lord.
1: Thank you for the privilege to be counted among the living that will praise your name today. Father, receive our thanksgiving in the name of Jesus Amen. for as many as are watching us now, as many as we listen on the podcast, and as many as we watch this in days, weeks, months, and years to come. Let your divine presence be felt and walk in each one's life Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. We subject every situation that are contrary to us to the mighty name of Jesus even tonight. Amen. At, the, at the mention of his name, every knee shall bow.
0: Amen. Let
1: Jesus be exalted. Amen. Holy Spirit, teach us even tonight. Amen. Help us to grasp and understand the spiritual concept and truth. Amen. Let your, the name of the Father be glorified. Amen. In Jesus, Jesus' marvelous name, we have prayed with thanksgiving.
0: Amen. 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 One more time. Thank you. Tonight, we'll begin by introducing this awesome book, the book of Romans to you. Uh, So, just so that we would, I was so excited, you know, reading through the introduction, getting to, you know, know what happened and why that book was actually written. Uh, we found out that the book of Romans was written by the Apostle Paul. Of course, it's uh, common knowledge. Uh, it was, you know, in approximately uh, 57 to 58 A.D., you know. So it's around that time. A.D. means, you know, after, you know, with anno domino. I think we've um, spoken about it uh, for a while. It just means that in the year of the Lord. So that was, you know, right after, Jesus Christ was born Uh, so it was 57 to 58 AD Um, and that was about 2,000 years ago as well Um, but to let you know this book was inspired by the Holy Spirit it was written as a letter or as an epistle to the church in Rome Um, at the time that Paul wrote this letter he had never visited the church in Rome so he was in Corinth at this time, during his third missionary journey. So in other words, Paul was writing this letter to a group of people that he had never met before. Just like the Colossians. Just like the Colossians. He had never met them before and he wrote to them and he was considering them to be his brothers and his sisters. I just saw the, you know, the, the, the hearts and the care that Paul had for the church. He was always very, you know, caring to the church. The letter to the Romans was sent through a lady called Phoebe. Phoebe was one of the outstanding women in, the, in, the, in Corinth area at that time. Uh, uh, Phoebe took the letter to Rome in advance of Paul's personal visits, you know, on his way to, to, to Spain. Uh, uh, it's also worthy, to, uh, worthy of note that Paul dictated this letter. He spoke the letter and somebody else was writing it for him. The name of the person that penned it for him was Tertius. Uh, while the gospel presents the, the, why while, while the Gospels, the Gospels of Jesus Christ, like the Gospels, the book of the Gospels, uh, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John why they present the words and works of Jesus Christ Romans explores the significance of his sacrificial death so for the most part what Romans what Paul was writing in the book of Romans was actually you know, what Christ did, what, how, what, what he did, how, how he was a sacrifice to us, and what he, we could get from him. It, the, this book of Romans is a book about freedom, freedom from sin, freedom from self, and freedom from dead works. It's going to be so exciting. You know, we will would, we would get so much into this that we will know how we've been freed from sin, how we've been freed from self and how we can be free from dead works. Romans is more than a book of theology. It is also a book of practical Christian living. So we're going to learn so much about how to live as Christians. It's such an example, you know, a, a, a great book to to, 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 lead, to to read. Paul shows us in this book about our right standing with God through Christ. And it also shows us the treasure that we can find in our faith, the treasure that is in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, as well as the power that we have as believers. Glory be to God. The major focus in this letter that Paul wrote to the Romans is the good news of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Uh, Paul also addressed the revelation of the Son of God and the liberating power that has been unleashed within us through Christ, the power that we have through Christ. Paul wrote to communicate the point that the grace and glory of God is wrapped in the, in the, in the gospel of Jesus Christ, that there is, it, is, it is in there in the gospel of Jesus Christ. It is written to explain the riches that we find in the love of God. Paul explains in this letter, the love of God towards us and our response. It's a book that is written to stir us up, to challenge us, and even to correct us. So join us as we go on in this book to explore all these instructions. We will be stirred up, we'll be challenged, we'll be corrected. We will know where we stand, even as Christians today. So join us. Glory to God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah.
1: Thank you, Pastor Dio, for that brief introduction. Amen. Amen. Now, have you ever struggled with the issue, with the issue of sin, or right and righteousness? The 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 books. This is the biggest of Paul's uh, epistles. Mm. Out of his thirteen epistles, and this is this one was. Uh, I believe strategically set as the first one. Yes. uh, Because it will settle some issues. There is no way you can live a a victorious Christian life, Mm -hmm. practical Christian life, without understanding for yourself the things uh, discussed in this book of Romans. I call it the book of sin versus righteousness. Mm -hmm. uh, the littleness of Satan, and the three days, three nights, and what happened afterwards. The, why Jesus, prior to this uh, Pauline epistles, uh, this is the, was the first one that was put out of the 13, mm-hmm. Uh people saw Jesus dead on the cross. Many of the people that were with him, let's just let's as in 120, they didn't have a clue. Why he surrendered? Why he had to die? They thought he came as king, messiah, that will liberate them. Mm-hmm. But Jesus revealed to Paul what, why, and uh, the events that happened, the three days, three nights, and then afterwards. Mm-hmm. So it's an adventure that will open up your Christianity to practicality. So we are not just talking about head knowledge, you will begin to see the power that you can unleash to live a practical Christian life. So grab your Bible. We are going to uh, read it uh, in the uh, the living Bible. Hmm. You may Hmm. not have the living Bible, but follow us. But get something to write. You will do a lot of writing in this, I think, uh, how many chapters? Uh, About about 16 chapters. Hmm. Uh, We are on a a cruise here, but you're gonna love it. Amen. Amen. Okay, Pastor, you're reading for us. Okay, Ah. so we are
0: starting with chapter one, obviously. Hallelujah. So I'm gonna be reading from the, the, um, the Living Bible. It says, Dear friends in Rome, this letter is from Paul, Jesus Christ's slave, chosen to be a missionary and sent out to preach God's good news. This good news was promised long ago by God's prophets in the Old Testament. It is the good news about his son, Jesus Christ our Lord, who came as a human baby, born into King David's royal line, and by being raised from the dead, he was proved to be the mighty son of God with the Holy nature of God himself and now through Christ all the kindness of God has been poured out upon us undeserving sinners and now he is sending us out around the world to tell all people everywhere the great things God has done for them so they too will believe and obey him and you dear friends in Rome are among those he dearly loves, you too are invited by Jesus Christ to be God's very own, yes, his holy people. May all God's mercies and peace be yours from God our Father and from Jesus Christ our Lord. Let me say first of all, that wherever I go, I hear you being talked about. For your faith in God is becoming known around the world how I thank God through Jesus Christ for this good report and for each one of you. God knows how often I pray for you. Day and night I bring you and your needs in prayer to the one I serve with all my might, telling others the good news about his son. And one of the things I keep on praying for is the opportunity, God willing, to come at last to see you and if possible, that I would have A safe trip for I long to visit you so that I can impart to you the faith that will help your church grow strong in the Lord then too I need your help for I want not only to share my faith with you but to be encouraged by yours each of us will be a blessing to the other I want you to know dear brothers that I planned to come many times before but was prevented so that I could work among you and see good results, just as I have among the other Gentile churches. For I owe a great debt to you and to everyone else, both to civilized people and uncivilized alike. Yes, to the educated and uneducated alike. So to the fullest extent of my ability, I am ready to come also to you in Rome to preach God's good news i'm gonna stop here for now so that we can you know briefly go ahead and uh, and dissect some of the some of the uh, uh, verses yeah. amen
1: there are, are thirty two verses hmm. in chapter one so uh, in, let's break it into two uh, it's an amazing book uh, this is a book where I'm just glad. I know we have studied it together. Yes. Um, but it's good to be able to sh- study it with a more, with a larger body. Uh, and uh, as we go on, you have thoughts, you have questions, things that are not clear to you in this seg, in each segment. Please contact us. The goal is for you, like Paul said, to be imparted, to have the necessary understanding, so that your walk with Christ may. Uh, be on another plane, on another level. That is the purpose. Uh, so, let's look at a, a few verses here. Uh, even verse 1, in the uh, in the, the living Bible, says it again, said, dear friends in Rome, uh, this letter is from Paul, so we know the author, uh, Jesus Christ, slave. I want to zero in first on why this guy again, maybe this is the first time you are hearing us talk about it. Why does he keep referring to him as Christ's slave? Is, was Christ a slave owner? Now, understand, this, like, like Pastor told us, this book was written around AD 57. That means about 24 to 25 years after the death and resurrection of Jesus. It's commonly known that Paul never met Jesus in person. Uh, But after walking with him on the road to Damascus till about 24 to 25 years, uh, he kept calling himself the slave of Jesus. The slave, the the other translation said the bond servant. Uh, Now, the word slave could be offensive in our world today uh, and I don't want anybody to think uh, Jesus or you know, the gospel approve of slavery. It's totally against that. Uh, but the, the key word I w- we will need to start with tonight is how come bond became a bond servant? What does it mean to be a bond servant? Uh, the key word, I was studying it out and it means somebody that is totally at the mercy of another individual completely sold out by choice, his life controlled completely by another individual. No, And then, that, that set me wondering, why will Paul, with all his educational accomplishment, his status in the society, why will he sign off his life to this Jesus that he never met in person? I, I want to hear your thought on that.
0: Actually, you know, looking at this, um, the word that he used here, it's, it's more than a slave. It's more than a servant. He's, the word that he used here is a word that signifies that he chose to serve out of love. So he was, you know, when he says a bond servant, it means that he bonded himself with Christ. Uh, uh, you know, so strong that only death
1: mm-hmm. can cut that that's, bond. That, that, that's the word that we are looking for. Inseparable from his master, Jesus. And that that brings up a question because the Holy Spirit asked me the same question. But
0: it's, mm-hmm. it was a voluntary thing. Yeah. Because slavery, you know, because when you started, you were saying that uh, the gospel does not talk, you know, want it does not uh, agree with slavery, mm-hmm. but with his own. It was, he voluntarily bonded himself, made himself to be a slave of, God, of
1: Jesus. Yes, yeah, and it, it, that mm-hmm. is the, 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 the food for thought. To follow or to serve Jesus involves, uh, you said, you know, somewhere in the gospel, said, he that does not pick up his cross and follow me cannot be my disciple that does not give up his life, cannot. So there is a demand and the demand to, for Jesus to be your Lord to be the master. It means simply there's no other way around it. You have, we will have to sign off our life completely to him by choice. By choice and remain there. You don't serve Christ for two years and then say, yeah we are no, it's permanent. it's permanent. It's a choice that each one of us, will have to, in the, you may not be called to be an apostle like Paul, but there is a call, there is an invitation for you, for me, to do some things for Christ. Until
0: I die. Until I die. Because with that word there, it is a bond, it is a coming together. So it's for better, for worse during challenges, during joyous times. is a marriage. Jo- yes. So it is something that we do. So we don't retire yeah. from the service of God. Yeah. We don't say, oh, mm. well, I've done enough, mm. I want to you know, let the younger ones or or let the younger generation Mm. take over. Mm. Yeah, the younger generation can take over Mm. but we must still continue to be relevant in the service of our Lord. And that's what that word a a slave means. Mm. So it's not like Jesus took him without his consent and and began to oppress him. him. No. He chose out of his love to bond himself with Jesus Mm. and to serve him until he died.
1: And it must now, because I was thinking about this, meditating on it, uh, and I was looking at Paul or Saul before the road to Damascus. He had a lot of things going for him. Mm -hmm. Like we will say, life was good. He actually said, talked about it as we read in this book. Life was good. Mm -hmm. Almost everything. Well known, he has attained what, people his age could uh, not attain, mm-hmm. studied. Uh, in our time, we call him uh, an outstanding scholar. Yes. Well-known, an orator, mm-hmm. the one that has his name will open doors. Mm-hmm. But he said in Philippians, I count all of that as as, ro- as garbage. Mm-hmm. For the excellence of the knowledge of Christ. He, the same zeal with which he pursued a uh, uh, secular life, religious uh, Judaism uh, grounded in Judaic laws and all that, he just turned that same zeal to following Christ and serving Christ. And that was what made him outstanding. He just turned his passion, the same passion to Christ. That was true repentance, yeah, yeah. true repentance. What's your passion? Are you using that same passion? The the way you pursue things before Christ is is that the same way you are pursuing things of the kingdom now. Those are the thoughts that the Holy Spirit brought to me, and that's a, it, it calls for self examination. Are you lukewarm now that you are a Christian? When you are not a Christian, you are born in, you are born in with passion for Satan, but now that you are Jesus, his fellow brother, and somebody that is counting on and depending on to make known what God has done. How passionate am I? How passionate are you? Well, amen. It is well. So, no, I don't know. Let's just continue. We're going to enjoy. There's a lot of uh, self-assessment uh, 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 that will be done. And that's why it's a life-changing epistle, Mm -hmm. okay. Uh, He said Christ's slave, chosen to be a missionary, chosen and sent out to preach God's good news. In the New King James version he said, separated to the gospel of God. The big question is what is the gospel of God? What is God's good news Mm -hmm. to mankind? Mm -hmm. Because if we don't know that, Paul said that was what he was sent out to preach. So what does him, what is God's good news? Let's look at that, Pastor D. Okay, amen. Now, the the gospel
0: of Christ, uh, the, the entire Christian message, well, the gospel of Christ is the good news. The good news about what God did for mankind, the salvation, sending Jesus, you know, to be the sacrificial lamb, yeah, his his death, his passion, his death, and everything that he did. Now, and all the message, the entire Christian message, is wrapped up in this one word, mm-hmm. the gospel. It is it is the entire uh, uh, a message that is being brought to us and received by us. It is the good news. the the, the, the what Christ did for us, what God used Christ to do for us, Amen. that is the basic, you know, meaning of the gospel.
1: Amen. Now, I, in addition to, just to pick it up from uh, where our pastor stopped, uh, we need to look at the state of mankind uh, of immediately after, prior to the death or immediately after the death of Jesus. Mm. Man was at, man, humanity was at the lowest point. Humanity was, uh, even if we look at it from the, 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 the Jews' perspective, uh, the Messiah that many of that they welcome into Jerusalem has been killed. Most of they couldn't find his body. Mm-hmm. Hmm. They, they were under Roman Empire, dominion of the, and the Romans were brutal. You know, it was the Romans that designed crucifixion to terrorize people so that you don't go against them. They go against them, they're going to nail you to a cross and put you up there. It was the most brutal of all killings. The, uh, uh, and, you know, uh, so the, the whole of humanity was in slavery to sin. Satan was terrorizing us. And here comes the good news of God, the gospel of God. And I see that as God reaching out to humanity. Mm. Not humanity rising up to God. It's God coming down. Just like he did with the Israelites in Egypt when he was sending Moses. Because Jesus was a type, Moses was a type of Jesus. Uh, He said, I have heard the cry. I have seen their agony and I have come down to to, to deliver them. And I'm sending you to carry out the task. Mm -hmm. The same thing. God did through Christ. Man was in a state of depravity, completely and totally confined under sin in bondage. Mm-hmm. Satan was the master, terrorizing us. And God reached down through Jesus to lift us up and to break us out. We mentioned liberation. Mm-hmm. Uh, to liberate us from the dominion and the terrorism of Satan. Mm-hmm. We are now free. That is the good news that mankind need to hear. All over the world. That, A, you don't need to be a slave of sin anymore. You don't need to be a slave of sickness. You don't need to be a slave of uh, poverty anymore. Untimely death is no more your portion. Now you can live a life that is fulfilling. Mm. What an amazing gospel. Mm. That is what the Christianity is about. Amen. Amen. The good news of God. The gospel of God. Now look at verse 2.
0: He says, this good news was mm. promised long ago mm. by God's prophets
1: Amen. In, the in the Old, Old Testament. De- now, we begin to see the link that God was not just speaking truth, because at times, you know, the way the prophets speak. L- look at, how come God didn't just give Isaiah everything about Jesus? Mm. Isaiah saw the birth, he saw the death, but uh, Zechariah saw Jesus, Jesus coming to Jerusalem. Uh, Jer- uh, Jeremiah saw the, the, the birth of the church with the Spirit of God living in us. It's like he gave them snippets here and there. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So, but God has been speaking all through all the prophets. Mm-hmm. This, this is going to happen. I will, I'm coming to rescue mankind. I'm not going to leave them there. But it now, we now see that with the coming, the life, the death, burial, and ascension of Jesus, all those promises, have find fulfillment. Now, Jesus made mention of something in the book of Matthew. He said, don't think I have come to cancel out the Old Testament. He said, no, I have come to fulfill it. That's, that stood out, I think it was yesterday I was studying. He said, I have come to fulfill it. The law and the prophets. The prophets. And, and, and he did. He brought he, every, the, law, the Old Testament find fulfillment in Christ. It's like he it closed that book. Everything mentioned there, Christ did. Mm-hmm. And then closed the book and opened the New Testament for mm-hmm. us. What an amazing uh, gospel we have. Amen. Amen. So, mm-hmm. uh, I, we were talking earlier and we said promises made, made and promises, promises kept. kept. God is a promise keeper. Mm-hmm. The promises he made through the prophets, he has kept them through the death life and burial and ascension of Jesus. The gospel. And he has called Paul to come and reveal those things. That's good because the next verse talks about what that means to us.
0: And also, you know, you were talking about promises made, promises Mm. kept. This is just something that would give you some assurance Mm. or us as Christians some assurance. Because there might have been some promises that you, God has made to you mm-hmm. personally. And you're, and you're like, okay, ah. is, this, uh, is he going to keep his promises? Yeah. No, but you're talking about, mm-hmm. look at how many years the, yes, in between that's good. that Jesus, that mm-hmm. everything written about Jesus, mm-hmm. he fulfilled. Every promise mm-hmm. that God promised yeah. about Jesus, even right from the beginning, right yeah. from when Adam sinned, yeah. was when God he started to promise promise about Jesus, mm. and it took him thousands of years, yeah. but he mm. arrived there. The promises were kept, mm. you know, and we had we had the Savior. Mm. So if there's a promise that yes. you have found that yeah. God has either spoken to you personally, mm. or you have found in the scripture, mm. just like Jesus Christ found himself in the scripture, his own prophecy, please hang on to it. Yes. Don't think that God would not do it. Yes. Delay is not denial. Mm. Get yourself ready. Prepare
1: for the promises to be revealed. He is a promise keeper. Yes, sir. And he watches over his word to actualize them in your life, in my life, if you hang on to it. Mm. I like what Habakkuk said. He said, do the vision. You can t- replace the word vision with the promise. Yes. Though yes. the promise, you know. It looks as if it's delayed. He yes. Said, well, no, no, no. He said, wait for it. It will not be delayed one day.
0: And waiting for it, wait for it, that wait for it, does not mean that we sit down. Mm-mm. You know, we are like waiters. Mm. Waiters serve. They get busy mm. getting ready for, you know, when, when you go to a restaurant and they say somebody waiting on you, mm. by the, t- the time you come into the restaurant, the waiter is already there waiting he's already prepared you know it's not when the, you get to the restaurant that the waiter will quickly go and say oh i forgot to put on my apron oh no i left my name badge or something mm-hmm. unprepared so wait for it mm-hmm. while we are waiting for it we are get preparing busy. we get busy we are preparing we are holding on we are standing firm
1: amen wait for it amen stand having done all to start start God is a promise keeper. Yes. That spoke volume to me. Yes. Because yes. I know. Uh, 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 there is a song that we sing. He has promised he will never fail. I will, I will lean on him. Uh-huh. God will keep his promise. To you. To me. To the whole world. Is a promise keeper. He promised Jesus centuries. And he delivered. And that is his track record. He said, have I said it, and shall I not do it?
0: When, when um, After we got married and we, 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 we were challenged, you know, and the devil said we could not have children, and we found the promise in the scripture yeah. that not even your cat is permitted, permitted to be, to be barren. barren, and we stood on that promise. Yeah. So standing on the promise of what has been written mm. is, you know, standing and challenging, mm. bringing the word to life, confessing the word, professing what God has said, mm. and preparing. What we did, you know, if, in case we have not heard the story before, we went, got a house, you know, when we bought our house, we made sure that a room was separated for that baby, you know, put the name of the baby on the door, get everything the baby would need, you know, ready for the, and we were not pregnant at that time. But it was only a matter of time. What we expected, what we waited for became real yeah. because we knew, we found out that he is a promise maker
1: and a promise keeper. Yes. Amen. Amen. Glory be to God. I, we believe that we strengthen and encourage somebody tonight. Let's look at the next verse. Remember, we are in the book of Romans and uh, we, are, we are, you know, uh, uh, absorbing it. Hook, line, and sinker. We are, we are eating it. Jeremiah said, your words were found, and I ate them. Mm-hmm. I've discovered, you know, you can memorize scripture, but it's better you eat them. Mm. When you eat them, they get in you. Yes. Ha. So, we, what we are doing is we are eating up the word of God, and uh, serving, the, enjoying the delicacies, eating things in it. Amen. Look, verse, verses 3 to 4 says, this good news is about a son, Jesus Christ, our Lord who came as a human baby, born into King, King David's royal family line, and by, and by being raised from the dead, he was proved to be the mighty son of God with the holy nature of God himself. Wait, let me read that to you from our, our famous New King James Version. He said, concerning the good news, uh, things he spoke through the prophets, concerning his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, who was born the seed of David, Hmm. the seed of David, according to the flesh, and declared to be the son of God with power, according to the spirit of holiness, by the resurrection from from the the dead. dead. Hmm. Uh, There are some key words there that I'm just that job bubbling in me. He it said, it was born of the seed. Of, because many times when we are looking at Jesus, we say, oh, uh, that was Jesus. He's the son of God. No, 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 no. Tonight, I want you to change that perspective. Jesus did not come as the son of God. The scriptures say he was declared. He did not assume his son of God status until he was raised. Mm-hmm from the dead so from the time he was born to the time he was raised he was a seed, seed he was human like you and me do you That's know that he
0: always called himself son, the of, son man, of man while he was
1: here yeah. the son of man and why is that important if he has operated as the son of god with through the spirit of holiness with power then he couldn't have been our example. It, uh, or it could not even have been...
0: Uh, our Savior. Our Savior. He yeah. would not have been able to represent yeah. us on yeah. the
1: cross. That's very... Because that
0: means that he yeah. would not be tempted. Yeah.
1: Like we, were te- yeah. we would be tempted. He wouldn't have been able to go through what you and I would have been going through. Because he would
0: not have the flesh, yeah. the temptations, and the you know the, the opportunity to sin mm. that, we, that our flesh yeah. always yeah. gives to us.
1: Yeah. He, was, he felt hungry, he felt he, he had emotion, he had to learn how to speak, he had to learn how to study. Like you mentioned, he found himself in the book. Everything you and I have been subjected to on a daily basis. Jesus came for 33 and a half years, he was subjected to it. That's very important that we, yeah, he's the son. Second, he was the son of God, he's still the son of God, but he did not assume that position until he was raised from, until he finished everything he needed to do on the human side. Mm. That's very, that to me, that's that's encouraging, that whatever I can see in the gospel that Jesus did, I can do it. Mm. And that's why he himself said, the works that That I I do, Mm -hmm. you can do. And greater. And greater work. That's very important. So don't confine yourself. Don't just limit yourself. Oh, yeah, yeah, I can. Well, this is, This is Yemi. I'm not Jesus. Eh, Jesus can do this. Jesus can, but I'm not. No, 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 no. No, no, no. We're in the same class with him. He has given us the same Holy Spirit, the same spirit of power to do the works he did as a human being. Hmm. He was 100% human and 100% God. But he lay aside that 100% God until he was able to pass the test of life Hmm. as a human being. As a man. As Hmm. a man. That's very, very comforting to me. That means there is hope for me. I may not be there today, but that means if I don't give up and I keep pressing in, the Holy Spirit will help me. I will accomplish whatever God called me to accomplish. Amen. And we have seen that even though the promise looks delayed, we should not give up on it. Yes, sir. So we are going somewhere in this scripture mm-hmm. with this uh, passage. Let's look at the next verse.
0: Verse 5. And now, I'm reading the Living Bible again. And now, through Christ, Mm. all the kindness of God has been poured out upon us, Mm. undeserving sinners. Mm. And now, he is sending us out around the world to tell all people everywhere Mm. (laughs) the great things God has done for them, so that they, too,
1: will believe and obey him. Amen. Now... In looking at this verse five, we, we, the, the, new living trans, uh, the New King James Version said, we have received, mm. we have received. Paul was not saying he has received. Mm. He's saying the whole body of Christ. We have received grace. Mm. And for him, apostleship, for obedience to the faith. What, do, what is the faith? The faith is confidence. In the name and the person and the works of Jesus. Mm. That is the faith. We are are following in the faith of Jesus. We are following his finished work. We are following the power of his name. We believe those. We uh, we, uh, appropriate those to ourselves. But the key word there that I want us to understand tonight is grace for obedience. You, You see, you know, the the, the devil lied to us some years ago, he said, uh, you cannot live, the Christian life is impossible to live. Mm. The way it's put in the New Testament, that's practically impossible. Nobody can live it. Mm. In yourself, you can't. In myself, I can't. But by God's grace, we can be obedient to everything God has called us to do. Mm. It takes grace. Paul said we have received it. That means you can only receive what is available. And uh, John 1, 17 made that clear. He said, through Christ, uh, uh, he said, the law came through Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. The abundance of grace is available. Now, the question tonight is, you can't say there is no grace for you. The question is, how much grace are you willing to take on yourself? How much grace? It's like there is food available, but how much can you consume? Some of us can eat like elephants. Some of us will eat grace like ant. But the amount of God's grace that you receive, now I think it's Romans chapter 5, verse 17. Uh, if we look at it, it said, They that have received abundance of grace and the free gift of righteousness shall reign as kings in life. In life. So for me to reign and not be ruled over by Satan and all his elements, I need to appropriate abundance of grace. God does not, and there, grace is a measure. There's because the Bible spoke about fullness of grace. So that means there are classes. How much of it is working in my life? Yes, ma'am. I like the way the Living Bible
0: talks about it. Mm. You know, I know he said they they switched grace with the kindness of God, Mm -hmm. but it's been upon us. And now he is sending us out Mm. around the world to tell everyone, Mm. everywhere, Mm. the great things that God has done for them Mm. so that they too will believe and obey him. Mm -hmm. And that's what uh, the New King James Version meant Mm. by apostleship. Mm. You know, apostle is somebody that has been sent out to. So, why? do we why one of the reasons that we 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 would need to appropriate or take the grace of God every day is so that we can be his apostles so that we can be the ones to bear the good news mm-hmm. of what God the great things of what uh, that God has done for me mm-hmm. as a human being i used to be a sinner i'm no longer a sinner And I have sinners all over the place, at my place of employment, sinners meaning those who have not received Christ as their Lord and Savior. I'm not talking about those who sin here and there, but those who have not received Christ that are all around us, we have the grace to show them, not only to tell them, but also to show them the great things that God has done so that they too will believe and obey him, Mm -hmm. so that they too will believe and enjoy the same grace that Mm -hmm. we enjoy.
1: And it's very important now, uh, what is the message we take, that we take to our world? Whatever your world is, your sphere of influence, maybe your place of work, your school, uh, your family members, extended family, or your nuclear family, is the great things God has done. Not yeah. the great things God is going to, to do, do, to yes. but the ones He has done. Everything that pertains to, to, to your life. And Peter defined that, said, He has given unto us all, all things, things, things that pertains to life. And, and God. In other words, God has done everything. everything that needs to be done. That's comfort.
0: And before we can even, you know, uh, uh, um, export it. Mm. We
1: have to, to experience we
0: it. We have to experience it. We experience it before we exp- And that's what yeah. Apostle Paul is talking about here, that yourself, the grace to experience this thing. Mm. Because whatever you need to give to somebody, you too, you must have it. Yeah. Out of what you have what is you what, what you, have. You, you can't live. give to people. So experiencing the kindness of God, the grace of God, experiencing your salvation. Mm. You know, many people are born again. They are saved. But they do not. And salvation does not only mean that we are going to heaven. Salvation means that we are delivered from sickness. We are delivered from poverty. We are delivered from every challenge that the devil will bring to us. But many Christians are not enjoying that. And that is the reason it's difficult. Because it says that we will tell the people the great things. These great things are the things that we must be enjoying. We must know them. We
1: must walk in them.
0: And experience them. And then we can now show to the people, nobody will want, like you always tell us that nobody will want to come to your God if you are always broke. And you go, now I go to my neighbor every time, neighbor please, I need sugar, give me some sugar. (laughs) Oh, I need salt, give me some some salt. Oh, uh, you know, all these things. Uh, Can you please borrow me $500, my rent is due. I can't pay my rent or my mortgage or whatever it is that you are paying. And you want to go to that neighbor, and say, I have found Jesus. Mm. Jesus is good. Your neighbor will say, when you really find
1: him, let me know. (laughs) And do you know that is a major reason why the the, the world out there, the secular world, they are not true pain into the churches. Because we that are supposed to be the conveyor, the carrier of the great things God has done, we are constantly sick, constantly broke, we don't even know we are not sure of how, how we make it through the day.
0: And to get, you know, so that we can get ahead of, of, you know, and have people know this why are people constantly sick? Why are people constantly poor? Why are Christians living from paycheck to paycheck? Why are Christians the biggest borrowers on earth? Why?
1: Because of lack of, of knowledge. knowledge.
0: Lack of knowledge of the grace, the kindness of God that He has given us now.
1: In us. my note, now we we, we 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 wrongly define grace. Grace is nothing but an en- enablement to accomplish. Is exactly. grace is God's empowerment, yes, God's sir. willingness and uh, ability to use His power yes. on my behalf. But yes, grace is for work. If it's to study, I need to sit down and use the grace of God to study. Yes, sir. If it's to do business, I need to be diligent. Yes, sir. Grace is not loafing around. Think, say, God will do it. Mm -hmm. Grace is not God will do it. Grace Mm -hmm. is me taking the power of God to move forward. Mm -hmm. Jesus did not wait in his mother's house. Mm
0: -hmm. Faith without
1: works is dead. dead. Because that's, we now define grace, oh, we are under grace, so I don't need, no, no, no. Grace is knowing I have uh, divine power. I am, I am empowered. What, I can what, break fallow ground. Yes, I sir. can break through the devil's territory.
0: Whatever I lay my hands upon, I will succeed. But I must lay my hands. Yes.
1: <laughs> so grace is for work. Amen. That Paul made that clear. He said, I am what I am by the grace of God. But his grace towards me was not in vain. He said, I labor more than they all." My daughter and I, we were
0: listening to one preacher uh, on the radio, mm-hmm. you know, uh, recently, and I was telling her, I said, you know, there are some of the things that this preacher talks about that I really don't agree with. Mm-hmm. You know, this preacher would tell you that God would do this, God would do that for you. You don't need to move And mm-hmm. God, God, There was one, he said, God does not... Need your permission to take care to take your vocal cord. And I was telling <laughs> my daughter, I said, I, I really don't agree with that. That you know, because it, I, would,
1: they, I, I believe it gives scriptures like four or five to <laughs> back it up. I, yeah. I,
0: and I told her, I said, I said, you know, this is just setting people up yes. to not to, to believe that they don't have a Graceful. say. Uh, yes, they don't have responsibility that God would do. God has done So if what things don't
1: happen, who do they blame? God. God. That because is unfair.
0: God has done what all that he needs to do. Mm-hmm. It is our responsibility to stand. And that is the reason. God, God, you know, his grace is there, just like you have said. His grace is
1: there. But we need to access the grace and work with the grace. That's very important. So tonight... God is on your side. Amen. That's why he called the Holy Spirit the helper. The Holy Spirit will not carry your load for you, but he <laughs> will help you. You have to take the load and he will help you and he will, sustain. <laughs> you know, he said my yoke is light. Yes. Yes. Christianity has yoke. There is a call to walk because I, I people was, have I, all kind of definition for I Christ. was laughing because it was
0: just yesterday. I was having a mentorship session with uh, one of my sons. And I was telling him that, um, you know, that your wife, the first thing that God called your wife is your helper. And I said, y- you're, you're, you must have a load. Oh. You must have something to carry. Oh before your helper
1: will help you to yeah. carry it. Yeah. If you have nothing, if no you have ambition, ambition. You are telling your helper, go carry that. <laughs> the helper will say, I'm not there. You carry it, then I will help you. Okay.
0: You have no vision. Yeah. There is nothing your helper will help you to yeah. fulfill. So, But that's that's the work of the Holy yeah. Spirit. He has given the Holy Spirit to us to help us. Yeah. But we must be willing. We must know, for one, like you said, we must know what we have we have the power. The Bible says that inside of us is the treasure. We have the treasure in us. God has put the treasure, he has put the seed to be great inside of us. But it is our responsibility to cultivate that treasure, to bring out that treasure, whatever it would take. If we have to, you know, begin to work, we have to work. We cannot just sit at home Mm -hmm. and say, and that is the reason many of us as Christians, that's the reason we are poor. Apart from that, there are some doctrines which Paul is going to to talk about in this one. There are some doctrines that we have come to believe. That as Christians, we must be like church rats. Mm -hmm. You know, as Christians, God punishes us with sickness and diseases. Mm -hmm. So those are the things that we
1: need to eradicate from our thoughts. By the grace of God, he said, I can do all things, I can do all things. Now, I was talking on Sunday after meeting one of the high school uh, students and uh, she's supposed to have a test today and she was telling me, Pastor, I've not been able to study for about three, four days because of some assignment, some even involved church and stuff. So I was saying, okay, then, okay, I've had you, but you know the grace of God is there So you can still cover ground in the Sunday and Monday. Mm -hmm. And God's grace will help you. But let's have a plan. What are you going to do Sunday? So we made a plan. Uh, She's going to get home and then when it is 7 o'clock, she's going to study till about two, three hours. Then she will sleep. Then wake up around five. We made the plan and I said, okay, now I'm going to agree and uh, release God's grace. And you have to use, and she did. Mm-hmm. So I'm expecting to hear good news when I see her tomorrow that she she, she she did well in the exam. Oh, we could have just said, oh, grace, you don't just don't worry. No, 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 no. You still have to study.
0: You have been at, you have been working in the church all this while. Uh, so God's grace the Holy is... The Holy Spirit will, will not write the
1: exam for you. <laughs> it will help you. To it, bring, he said it will bring back to your remembrance. Yes. But you still have to go through What you have studied. So I made her understand that grace is for work, but it will mm-hmm. help you to cover, to understand faster and to be able to retain the memory of those things. That is where grace comes in. Grace will not, God will not just go sit and the Holy Spirit write the exam while you are sleeping. Mm. No, that that, that kind of student will get a big F. Amen. So, in your business, you have to know if you need to go take a class on how to do business, what you can do to expand that business. Grace will enable you. It will bring necessary information to you. But it is still your responsibility to assume, or to learn what you need to learn and practice what you need to practice. Mm-hmm. If you need to stay away, I have one of my daughters that says she doesn't sleep mm. while others are sleeping or customers are sleeping. She is putting things together in the middle of the night. Mm. And then they pay her good money. Mm-hmm. That's good grace. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But if she just if she too went to sleep, mm-hmm. then she will not be able to deliver. That means she will lose customers. So, grace is helping us to maximize the 24 hours that you have. Mm -hmm. So, grace is always for work. Faith without work is dead. Faith will access grace, but everything has to do with your responsibility. God has done his part. He's available to help you. Mm -hmm. Amen. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. I think we are uh, running out of time. Can we look at... um, as uh, six to seven. Six to seven so
0: that, uh, and you dear friends in Rome are among those he dearly loves. You too are invited by Jesus Christ to be God's very own. Yes, his holy people. May all God's mercies and peace be yours from mm. God our Father and from Jesus Christ our Lord.
1: What's Paul saying here? He's saying you and I have been called into the service of God, too. Mm. There is an, A call is an invitation. A call is a summon. You are not just saved to just be good enough to go to heaven. Rome it, it, it was a Gentile nation. Yeah. You know, that they had, so they were not Jews. It was even the centerpiece of the Roman Empire.
0: Mm-hmm. There. That's mm-hmm. where
1: the, like, the city gate that mm-hmm. the Bible talks about. Mm-hmm. And this was a man of God. And Bible history said he penetrated every part of Rome to Caesar's palace. Hmm. He penetrated with the God. That's where he ended his life as well, at the end of the day. He he penetrated. It was intimidating, but he penetrated Hmm. by the grace of God. He didn't didn't run away, you know. In the time of Agba was there, he said, don't go there. But no, the man faced the the, the challenge. I can do all things. Hmm. He finished, and that's why he told Timothy. I have finished, he said three things, I have finished uh, the race, I have kept the faith, uh, and he said, there's now waiting for me, the crown. crown. Hmm. We must get to the finish line. Starting is not good enough. It's finishing. That's the ultimate. So, in other words, you and I are called to, Mm -hmm. we are called to do what? To carry the message of the great things God has done. The good news, not the bad news. I'm, I'm, we, none of us is supposed to be a bearer of bad news. The gospel is not about bad news. God will punish you. God will, no, no. The gospel is about the great things God has made available for us because he loved us just like he loved Jesus. John 17, 23. He loved us, they say, not less. And he has given unto us all things that pertain to life. You need to tell that your co-worker, you need to tell that your fellow student that God loves them just the same way he loves Jesus. And he cares about their success in life.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Hallelujah. Amen. I think you need to he's, round this up. <laughs>
0: he says here that you know, you too, the people of Rome, mm. you are among those he dearly yes. loves. Yeah. And you are invited by Christ mm. Jesus to be God's very own. Mm. Yes, his own people. Yeah. So he he loves us. I like I like that in his message. Yeah, you know? loved. Yes, he he, lo- he we are. He loves us just like you said. He loves us as much as he loves Jesus. Jesus. And if you are the only one, I always remember this: that if I was the only one that was alive, was he still. would still send Jesus. Yeah. So he doesn't want you. He doesn't you know because there are people who believe that you know the moment they miss it. God is done with them. Uh-huh. They, he is going to throw them. They will pass hellfire. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know where else they will end, you know. <laughs> you know but God is not looking out. I, I, I remember I was telling some folks the other day that God is not like a headmaster looking for when we make, we'll make. miss it and use whip on us. God is actually cheering us, yeah. telling us, honey. Come my on, my son, you can do it. Yes. I know you can do it. You know, a father in in in, in uh, here on earth when their children are crawling, <coughs>
1: they
0: don't, when their child falls, mm. or maybe they are trying to stand up and fall, that father will not say, you are just crazy. Just stay there,
1: don't walk again, just you, you know, have or,
0: or, up. No, or you know what, what, you are, jo- you, how can I'm you, not beca- like me. you are not, this, no, no father does that. The father will say, okay, come on, get up, you can do it, come on, come on, come, come, you can do it. Share them on. It's the same way our daddy does with us. When you fall you are still a holy person. Yeah. You are still loved by God. Yeah. When you make a mistake, you are still loved by God. He doesn't love you less yeah. than he loved you then. That doesn't mean that you should stay down yeah. because he wants you to get up yes. and so that so that you can move on and bring the news to other people. The Lord will help us. Amen. Hallelujah. I think we are out of time. Yeah. Okay, so in, in, in conclusion, I think you are doing the conclusion, sir. Okay, amen. Well, tonight we have, uh, you know, heard so much from the book of Romans. We will continue next week. Uh, If you are listening on the podcast, subscribe. If you're YouTube, subscribe as well so that you can get notification where we'll come online uh, for these messages. And I know that what you have heard tonight would change and transform your life in the name of Jesus. Amen. Let us pray. Father in heaven, we thank you. We give you praise. We magnify you. Thank you for your word that we have heard tonight. Thank you for explaining the scripture to us. Holy Spirit, we are grateful. Thank you because the words from tonight would make changes in our lives in the name of Jesus. If there's anyone out there tonight that does not know the Lord, we pray and join them and say that God will reveal himself to them in the name of Jesus, they will see the glory of God and receive the love of Jesus tonight in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank Thank you. you. We glorify your name. In Jesus' name. Amen.